about to be a completely unreliable asshole. Hello, Tim. Hi, Ryan. Hello, good morning to you. And good morning. Good afternoon, good evening. You want to say hello to our friend? Oh my god, that mosquito, yeah. Hello, mosquito. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll chime in at some point. Yeah. <laughs> or at least you'll hear us trying to get it. Just, just get it. Okay. Okay, Tim, we can't delay for this mosquito. You got it! <laughs> yes! Uh, That's a dead mosquito now. That's solid-sized mosquito, too. Seriously, probably full of my blood. Well, thank you, everyone, for <laughs> encouraging us to take care of this mosquito problem, because we did. Tim, good job. Off to a good start. Whew, got him. If you don't know, this is Dismembering Horror. We're welcoming you to Dismembering Horror, the podcast show where myself, Ryan McDuffie. Myself, Tim Aslan. We watch and review a horror film every week that we haven't seen, that we haven't seen for a while, that we've been wanting to see, that we think would be fun to talk about, that you think would be fun for us to talk about. All of those things. All the while hoping that we uh, discover the uncharted territory undug gold and silver amongst the horror genre because it's fun because we feel like it's a tackleable genre as far as as far as going through all the top horror lists yeah and we like to see we're both filmmakers so we like to see take a, a critical stance and and we break it up into what worked what did not work and less critically anything interesting or noteworthy surrounding the film or that we thought of the film all that good stuff and we watched a k horror film boy did we for this week's episode i always get excited for the a horror and this one was a uh, no exception that i was excited for it <laughs> No good. <laughs> um, and it, today, if you're listening to this when it comes out, well, uh, uh, happy October 2019. Today's oh. October 3rd. Yeah, it is. Our release day. And we actually have something exciting planned for the rest of the month. Yeah. We're going to, we thought, we thought what we could do. And we thought it'd be a fun opportunity to tackle a series in a whole a curiosity one that i think is just on that cusp of being a a well i already said it a curiosity you know what i mean tim have you seen this pop up in circles i've seen this i've seen this series pop up in like reddit and different worth revisiting lists i personally not really well to not delay but the mystery i might be a purist and so i just okay. stick to the original yes and we're talking about the Psycho movies, where I had always been, as you said, a purist, too. But there's something about where it was like, oh, you know, I heard enough good things. And, like, Anthony Perkins, he is in all of them. It's and amazing. It's kind me. of interesting that, like, the second one is, you know, like, 23 years or whatever after the first one. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, it just got me as a curiosity. But then I, I watched them all last Halloween, last October, and was just struck absolutely by, like, how... Um, I don't know. Like, the, the character of Norman Bates, I just think is, like... For me, maybe, like, my, my favorite, like, horror 
villain or, or protagonist. Like there's just something. Ooh, I don't know. Bacy. There's, there's something a lot going on with like just the whole syndrome he's yeah. <laughs> suffering from <laughs> that you think is endlessly fascinating. Yeah. And the movies are good and worth talking about. I'm excited. So what are we, how are we going to do it, Tim? Oh God. Uh, how are we going to do it? We're going to start with two. Yep. And then go three, four. Wait. Yep. And then the first one. Yeah. Or are we doing the, we decided to do the first one, Tim, (laughs) but isn't there another week in there? Oh, that's this week. Yeah. Yeah, So starting next week, (laughs) right. Cause there are four more weeks in October. Yeah. So we'll hit, the original on Halloween, so and that's something that seems exciting. Yeah, it should be fun. That's mixing up our formula too, where we kind of eschew the big horror films that have already been done to death. But we thought, what could we do special on our Halloween day, at least just to see how it goes for our, like you know first, first uh, well second Halloween here, but first one trying to do something special, see how it goes with can we. Um, I don't discover anything new, have anything new to offer. Just have, is it? I have nothing new to right? offer. Is it? I know. That's what Did I'm thinking too. Did it look too. good? Was it directed bad? Yeah. So I think what <laughs> we're, we're going to do is come up with, um, we're going to take all the common um, uh, praise for it and just kind of get it out there up front as a starting point. You know, I will say that we... Almost did a, I mean, we did a pretty fucking big classic horror film last Halloween. What was last Halloween? Juwan. That's true. I mean, that's not, I wouldn't put Juwan into like the, you know, sort of the, the, I don't think it's usually on like the top 10 list that you see everywhere, but it's a pretty big fucking It's on like top 30 lists. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we're just trying to crank it up because like, certainly top 10 yeah yeah right so i think very quickly you could do a, a the rundown on top 10s tends to be exorcist psycho jaws um alien texas chainsaw, texas chainsaw halloween shining mm, psycho did i say psycho already i don't know uh psycho just... and maybe like another hitchcock <laughs> and then maybe like the thing you yeah. know what i mean so like those are all huge I'm distressed because that you even went there because it's like we're missing something now. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> now, having said that, that is not my top ten. Yeah, that's just the, you. I think very commonly you see on the bigger lists; those are the ones you end up at, and you're like, okay, fine. <laughs> right. I know it's talking about like top horror lists. <laughs> it's kind of absurd. To right. Be well, it's funny because I just had the thought today, Tim, because like, you know, this movie that we haven't said the name of yet, but today's film Death Bell, like I'm sure I got it off some top whatever horror list, top <laughs> A horror or, right. or just regular horror list, you know, top 100. We got to have like, I, I, we, maybe it'd be the people to do it, but I feel like we have to have a top horror lists list. <laughs> Wait, what? A list of top oh, the, horror lists. Oh, of the lists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's so many out there and we've, you know, gotten stuff from them that we just haven't liked, you know? Oh, I, I mean, totally. It's always amazing to me when you open a list and like, you know, the f- number 50 is something that I'm like, 
that should be in the top fucking five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Um, or the, I mean, or the opposite happens. You right. Know? This number six one, why is this even here at all? <laughs> yeah. But I, I kind of wonder also, like, with these trends where you and I, I mean, this was something our audience could um, be a better gauge of, but, like, where you and I land kind like of generally in our... Gauge we, in yeah. the pet cemetery? <laughs> no. <laughs> like, gauge as in, let's gauge uh, what kind of horror <laughs> tastes we have. Yeah. As in, like, how we rank them generally against the rest of the community. I think, like, are we more critical for like all the avoids and streamits, bad streamits we give. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. It's so hard to, I don't know. Well, let's do, we, we let's, ma- let's talk about this movie. Yeah. Okay. I already said I'll, it. I'll go on and on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. I said the title once. I'll say it again to lead into the trailer here. Death Bell. Show me that. So, Tim, based on our rating system of avoid it, stream it, rent it, or buy it, would you avoid, stream, rent, or buy Death Bell? Would you tell yourself to do one of those things? I, you know, up until watching the trailer, I was pretty solidly going to say avoid. Because I just spent most of the movie being like, what the fuck? In a bunch of different ways. <laughs> <laughs> and that's never good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel... Oh, wait. If I'm telling myself this, right? I would avoid it. Yeah. I'd go watch Mother. Not the... The... the isn't Mother a Korean? Isn't Mother Korean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd watch that instead. Like, if I want, like, a mystery to solve kind of thing. I feel like even within the, the like, high school horror, there's other ones. There must be. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, Death Bell. Yeah. You didn't do it. <laughs> you didn't do it for but me. But the trailer, what were you about to say, though? The trailer? I, you know, the trailer made me go, oh, man, there are some really good shots in this. And, like, there's some, like, there is good acting in it. Yeah. And there's kind of good ideas here and there. I think I got to, I think I have to completely agree with you, Tim, (gasps) where I kept wanting to say stream it, you know, after we watched it. But then I was sort of thinking about it even more. It was like, you know, I would actually probably just tell myself to avoid it. Like I might tell, I know I would, I would tell, I'd want to tell one to stream it. Right. Because, like, if I haven't seen it, I would probably stream it because you look at the poster and go, oh, you know, I don't care what anyone says. I want to see that. 
And uh, well, now that I have, I would have rather, I would have told myself, okay, well, just watch other ones first. Yeah. It sucks. It's too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Why? To, why? Let's, well, that's what we're we going to figure out. We can find out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but before we really dig into what worked and then what didn't work, the bulk of our show, we got to see what we made out of it uh, by by hearing our summary. <laughs> <laughs> How would Tim and I, what did our brains do to try uh, to make sense of this all? Okay. There's a private school. It's a bunch of private school. Oh, is you it know a what? private school? No, it, this is how public. Is it okay? Fucking, what do I know? I well, here's what I do know: the the real the real horror of this movie is math. Yep, it seems like the first scene made me feel like this whole movie is just going to be like, uh, what do you call that? Not an analogy, like a, a metaphor. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess. Like a metaphor for like how oppressive and like intense the school can be. Yeah, which would have been great through the the Korean lens too. Exactly, and like you know, math math was sort of what I went to. I think maybe either because of the visuals or because I felt that way about math at times. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what are we talking about? The, the summary. summary. School, high school. High school? Yeah, high school. So there's a midterms and there's a big midterm uh, exam that all Korean students have to take called the GOSA. That just means Mm. like it's a challenging uh, something that's, I guess, a countrywide examination. So for some reason they get their, I I didn't quite follow, but they put together their best of their best students. Right. Like maybe just because it's ranking by high school or something to despite having just finished other tests they have to get together the best of the best the top 20 students there's this whole ranking thing right and they get together over the weekend to solve a test that is not the killer's test see this was honestly that was lost on me (laughs) i i didn't know what them getting together in like the elite class was for i thought it was to like compete against another class or something in another from another school but i did not follow that okay okay so but it's kind of irrelevant in the broader context well it's not it does end up coming back around but shit so the story is we're in high school uh class a classmate disappears and then uh over the pa and av like system a video of that or a you know feed of that person in a water tank with a math problem scrolled on it and then so now it's just this class and two teachers and a security guard who are present yeah because it's the weekend and they're the ones there and so once the the first captured student when she's when it's revealed and there's the feed of her the, the students and the teachers proceed to not do anything about it and panic. <laughs> and then it leads to the whole, then the, I guess what the movie is to try to just put it in as summary terms as possible is they kind of like meander around different parts of the high school where we kind of get a sort of non, non consequential like series of, of further deaths. Yeah, they traps. make it really, really easy 
for it, other people to get picked off. Yeah. And, and we never quite have a sense of like when they're solving any problem, if there's a timer going on or not at all. When is the next one where what location do they have to get to to get to the next one? They How never m- even get they never even get to a place where they might be almost solving something before somebody dies. Right. I guess maybe that one the there is the the auditorium sort of scene. Right. Where even like that- it seems like you, it's a reach but there's an actual attainable goal. Yeah. Kind of. Right. Put these yeah yeah solve this um word problem. But that yeah that doesn't it's not consistent that's for sure. So then they just keep doing that they kind of get split up nothing much happens and then also meanwhile there may or may not be ghosts. <laughs> That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And then, and then mysteriously and suddenly people start to say, oh, it's definitely this girl who uh, killed herself doing all of this. Oh, right. And she could be the ghost. Yeah. And then in the end, it turns out to be the teacher who we were with all along who I only got from the Wikipedia, not the film. That you mean the Kore- the male Korean Dr. Brokenwald? Yeah. Who's Dr. Brokenwald? I mean, from Jennifer and uh, her insects. Remember, the spaz out doctor is, or teacher is the bad the bad guy? No. Brunhilde, whatever her name was, remember? In, in Young in, Frankenstein? No, no. <laughs> in Phenomena. Oh! <laughs> what was her name? Herr Frau Bruckner. Yeah, that one. Great. To reference a previous episode. Wait, what about her? What were you saying? Like, it's the same sort of thing of like, oh, it's the teacher all along. Oh, right, right. It's the bad guy. But it's the teacher. Sort of, yeah. Who's, according to Wikipedia, it was like, didn't get this in the sort of big reveal flashback, but he was trying to cover up that he helped the students cheat to do better on an exam. And then once this That's one right. student threatened to expose him, he killed her. Right. And so the... Wait, so then the bad guy is also someone... Okay, it's, but it, then the, the actual bad guy... The, 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 the perpetrators of this, you know, this whole event of, like, kidnapping people and having them solve a problem that doesn't actually right. save so the anybody... Parents, are the parents of the girl that the teacher murdered. <laughs> right. So there's a, a bunch of twists. Yeah. Or and, whatever. Yeah. Reveals. One of, and the dad is the security guard at the school. Yeah. And the mom has been living in the like rafters or some shit. Yeah. And she's the and crazy she's like hermity ghosty looking one running around doing and things. And I guess that's why people uh, think that the ghost is the daughter because the mom looks kind of like her. I don't know. If no, that's... people think it's the ghost because we have our one. If we have a main character, we have like these two girls who are kind of the main right. girls. And one of them has been having like visions of of these ghostly figures. Yeah. And There's like... also the other dude who <laughs> witnessed the murder right. who's having visions too. <laughs> it's a fucking mess. Right. Yeah. Because mean. Okay. Right. Right. So there's this other boy student who's like freaking out over everything and attacking people because he's been seeing the ghost of the dead girl since then but it's like whether that's real or whatever 
I, don't I guess know. that only came along because of the stress of making it in into this class or whatever, and then suddenly his his uh, you know guilt over seeing this thing and not saying anything comes out, and just happens to be at the exact same same time as the parents are putting into place this scheme to kill people to prove a point. Sure. It's a lot. Sure. <laughs> let's go with that. Yep. And let's That's the summary. Let's go with our next section now. <laughs> See what we have to say worked about Death Bell. Okay. All right, what worked? What worked? What worked for you? What worked for you? It worked like a charm, Smith. <laughs> what worked? I mean, I, were you about to say something? I'm just sighing. <laughs> okay. I gotta say, from the get-go, I got kind of pumped with the, like, the over-the-top style or, like, the intense music. It was, like, that kind of coming-off-the-90s music video intensity. But it was, it was the kind of which it was, it was over-the-top and then some. <laughs> it was, like, over-the-tippy-top that I like, where it's sort of you know had a clear style it yeah. was doing so it, i mean it reminded me stylistically a little bit of mom and dad yeah like mom and dad or i actually thought with the sort of low finest mm. more quality it was kind of somewhere between mom and dad and 28 days later yeah <laughs> you know yeah i liked all that yeah i did too i it's everything i liked about this basically has a caveat though yeah which is annoying um, the music kept it super intense too. I, yeah. And that's what helped me be like, okay, this movie is just hopefully going off the rails. If this is the opening scene of like this crazy ghost nightmare flashback <laughs> thing with this super intense music and cutting, yeah. then great. We're only going to go up from here. So you'd think whether we did or not, at least <laughs> I kind of overall liked that, uh, direction. By and large, I liked the all the characters and the acting yeah me too i was cast pleasantly surprised i guess mm -hmm. um, it was like if you're watching any scene out of context you would kind of go oh cool here are characters that you know it's like look at any scene this this movie is a good example of a movie where it's like you look at every look just see the trailer just look at a scene read a description look at the premise and mm -hmm. you're like, oh great the movie you imagine that you conjure is going to be a movie that this isn't so you're only going to be disappointed <laughs> <laughs> but yeah in itself like each scene to scene yeah. i was like into the cast and the performances yeah um there are a handful of like i said at the top like camera moves and just sort of vibe shots that are good like they're cool mm -hmm. and they feel horror-y and they feel like eerie or cool or intense or whatever and i was i was into that when it happened but it's again the caveat being that it there's a caveat to like everything that we'll talk about in yeah. the next section <laughs> well i guess the um the traps you, or devices. I just, that's what I was going to say. Did you like any of that? Yeah, like in themselves, like the mo. I mean, yeah, the first one. I love one, a riddle. Yeah. 
The, uh, I mean, I mean wait, we didn't what? really get a riddle, but like I love that st- the construct of like you got to solve this thing, right? And before the thing happens, yeah. Um, Caveat. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 exactly. But in themselves, I liked the the ones I can only remember. There's the first one that was the water tank, which I thought was like a great visual. Yeah, of you that's, have that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like those visuals are really good. Right, a student surrounded by you know stupid math problems sorry <laughs> right that was very biased sounding <laughs> well you you're not a you're not a fan of math, not at math. i am in theory <laughs> but not in being forced to take tests on it and yeah. learn it but i think it's cool yeah. um but just something about the that especially like the association that we have not you know with just test taking being everything here but the culture that surrounds it in korea japan you know, yeah. To have she's literally drowning in a problem. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. That was fun. The and, other, the next, isn't the next one is the guy getting dropped from the ceiling, which is also the same as the wax candles person. I yes. Forget. Okay. So, oh, that's right. That's right. So he's been carved with yeah. the answer to the riddle. I guess if you want to call it a riddle. Oh, right, because. Once the the answers to the individual riddles are also supposed to be literal answers to the mystery of what's happening. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> no, but I just, yeah, you're, I thought that was cool. Like the, the person being tortured by wax candles, like to an excessive amount. And yeah. then it was great when he fell from the gymnasium ceiling. It was just kind of a satisfying a, yeah. plop yep. where it was like, Oh, his presence is, they're actually in the same space, you know, and that sort of fun didn't see it coming way. And they're close to figuring it out. Mm-hmm. You know, like they've that one feels the most attainable. Yeah, because it's actually literally laid out in front of them to like, here's what you have to do. The tank one, I didn't understand what the no. here's what you have to do part was. So be, take that for what it's worth. But this this one, I was like, OK, cool. I can get on board with. Yeah. This. And also um, felt just kind of direct in its. Okay, maybe now we're following we're falling into the actual rhythm of the movie here where okay, so the the killer, the jigsaw guy, whoever right. it is, yeah. he, okay, he's in control now. They're being told to go to this location. Here is a game clearly yeah. presented to him like you're saying. Yeah, and that stuff if it's yeah, it, if it's done well, it's, it's I love that stuff in movies. Yeah. Like even just watching people like rack their brains in panic to solve something. Yeah. It's exciting. And I'd say as sort of what worked, like everything up until that body fall, the movie was working for me more than it wasn't. Like I had my really? questions and stuff. Okay. But just well, as yeah, far it's as early. it's like you really don't know yet. Right. But just as far as sheer, you know, just being tickled and entertained and into it enough. Yeah stream it you know sure um but then after that it just went what we'll get into for our next section (laughs) but then there's like the girl who gets put in the dryer or the washing machine oh that was a good one i like that as a concept yeah it sucks seeing the water turn bloody it makes me uncomfortable that one was like um you know effectively cringy exactly like what you'd want um and then there's the uh the, the main girl's best friend who gets kind of 
ankle t- ankle tied like uh and hung from the ceiling oh, that's, right that's a gnarly one and it's kind of like we were trying to remember it in a previous episode i remember it now rube goldberg oh thank you esque. yes i did look it up at, late after we were talking about it um, yes rube, but that rube was kind of goldberg. funny where you were like this is kind of involved because that one with the girl hanging upside down the friend it was like gasoline was being poured and you had like a mini drone lifting off <laughs> to lift a candle or something that was yeah a candle like, on a string and a drone and a, I was like holy fuck dude we really like we've crossed over into just boredom somebody was super bored it's like how many things can I put in place to well, make be this great happen for more of the movie too yeah it was fun for that one and I think that was kind of it you reminded me of the the washing machine one but the dryer yeah and then there's there's another death that or there's two other deaths that are not a part of the game so to speak but are just sort of a result of people panicking the first is the teacher mr lee who you know the the killer has explicitly said if you leave you'll get killed Mm -hmm. and then mr lee's like well fuck that and he tries to leave and then we find him trying to get back into the school with his throat slit yeah and he dies uh, and the second one is is um, the handsome kid getting stabbed by the crazy kid from who who had been seen visions who we find out was the witness to the murder. Right. But that scene, that's just a straight up like he he stabs him in the stomach and that's kind of it. And there's nothing to it. Um, a specific thing I liked in it that worked for me. Again, I think in that first setup chunk was uh, there was a class motto that was labeled as such on the wall. That was like one of the few things on it that I think said something like no repeat exams. Oh, yeah. Where it just sort of like as a, I don't know, just just something as far as like when it's it's setting up again, it's going to be a movie. It's not of putting in these kind of metaphorical ideas Mm of um tests in a negative sense and like yeah. thinking of it in life terms you know you don't get any second chances kind of uh that's right kind of implication yeah but this said you know it's just said so um definitively and as like a marching order like real inspirational right <laughs> right it's the it's the antithesis of the cat hanging from like a, a clothesline and the poster says hang in there <laughs> right <laughs> don't screw up at all um what else worked for you though the um i liked the the final final kind of set piece aspects of it of you have the killer saying someone in this room is the one who killed our daughter you'll all live if they've come forward just that was fun that the i guess the finale is the only thing that i really like about the movie what you mean that as the finale the kind of the the overall like um reveal and then that moment of the like you know you have to come forward and then the sort of the the reaction of the of the teacher and how that all kind of plays out right that whole sequence, I I was like, oh, this is a movie. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Because I also, yeah, really like, kind of like you just said, is the the teacher who then is revealed is the killer, Chang Wook, 
just him seeing go crazy. Yeah. Like after we've seen him kind of be this authority figure the whole time, just and, lose it. And make like a bunch of questionable decisions that you're like, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. <laughs> but there was a lot of, oh, now I get it in the in that last 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Even if there's still like 35% where I was going, Okay, but hey, yeah, on. yeah, <laughs> but all the stuff concerning him—that was fun. Yeah, um, that's I—I I hate to say it, but that's kind of it for me. Me too. It just was. Mm, I mean, I—we both said avoid. So yeah, shocker. We don't have a lot of <laughs> say. <laughs> I mean, again, maybe you know, I already said the aesthetic of the filmmaking itself, but like. If I was going to watch this exact same movie that was American made, I'd rather watch it with the Koreans because it's yeah. more like fascinating for me. And I like that whole aesthetic and, and vibe to of a horror in general. So, well, and I think it it, it would <laughs> work. It wouldn't work as an American. Yeah. film. I'm just saying that by default is always like a what worked for me. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. It in of itself. Yeah. is more appealing. Right? But like uh, almost was like enough to say stream it, but talking to myself, not quite. Yeah. So Lady, should we get into that then? Yeah. All right. What did not work? It's not ready yet. Seems to work. Okay. No, something important's missing. Can I just say as sort of, I just want to give an example that felt to me like kind of the, that it was indicative of the entire problem with the movie. (laughs) Yeah, please. The sequence, (laughs) I'm not even sure I can explain this well. Okay. There's a sequence when... The teacher, the two teachers, the male and female teacher, and then the handsome kid and the and the lead girl. And I think that's it. It's just the four of them. They kind of have split off and they're like, we're going to figure this out. And they seem to to think that they they've they've come to realize that the PA, they go to the PA room and they're like, well, if it's coming through this, it. The feed has to be coming from somewhere inside the school. And they start grabbing wires and pulling on them and see that it's, you know, there's a conduit cable that they pull out of the wall. And they're like, this cable goes down there. So they go downstairs and they see it and it splits off. And they're like, it must go this way. And they start like literally just walking along and pulling it out of the ground and and following it along like they're going to get somewhere that all gets interrupted by the kid who's has seen hallucinations or whatever the witness right they're like under the floor and they're on yeah they're like under the school yeah and he's been hiding under there and he interrupts this this journey that they're on the journey makes no fucking sense right because it's like the logic is the a the the signal is coming from inside here. So let's pull on these cords to see where it leads. Uh-huh. But like how would that ha- it's it's like a non and they prove this because they just get interrupted and then never try to follow the conduit <laughs> cable again. It's it's just like a 
bad device that goes nowhere to get you to this other thing. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes that can be fine. But even in this, it's like when the, the well, like we look at the cable coming down from the wall and it splits into two directions and they just go, God, it must be this way. <laughs> it's just like there's so little sort of like app, actual logic to the sequence. There's like this very surface level logic. There are cables. The killer might be at the end of them. But it just falls apart. As you say, if that's um, a, co a an example of um, the overall problem or the main overarching problem, I described as that problem is there's no graspable trajectory yes that is how you, yes you're right that's exactly what i'm getting at it's just like a thing that they they like every scene feels like them kind of just staring at a thing yeah and being like what do we do and then and then and it's like half the, the guy time... literally said you need to do something to solve this. And they just sort of argue with each other right. about what to do. And he's it's also like, the voice solve is, the fucking problem. The voice is also saying, like, don't mess around or I'll kill you. And they're like, hey, uh, how about 10 of us just go off to sneak to the bathroom and then, like, lock ourselves in the dorm? And then <laughs> meanwhile, then you also have, like, the ones in charge saying, OK, well, let's split up again because half of you there and half of us here. Oh, and then where did this person go? And you're just like, what are you doing? People, Why are you... people are getting snatched up and killed. <laughs> right. And everybody is like both freaked out and weirdly casual about it. Right. And do they never they never once say, oh, when is the next test happening? Whoa, oh, I, I, I'm so glad we made it out of that one or that sucks. We didn't make it out of this one. When is the next one going to be like there's a girl sitting and listening to an iPad or I like whatever. She's got earphones in. She's listening to music just casually while this shit's going on. And then she gets kidnapped. It's like, <laughs> dude. What are you doing? I, I was going to be a thing of note. Actually, my favorite review on Letterboxd that I saw was just shout out to the 16 year old girl listening to music on her Barbie iPod when a killer is on the loose. <laughs> OK, there you go. <laughs> like, it's just like, what? what? And so I don't know. It, it, is it a stylistics or culturally sort of stylistic thing of just disjointedness where it's not really about the I mean, overall, there is a story and there yeah. is an actual point. <laughs> yeah. But the behavior and the trajectory of each scene is so disconnected and convoluted all the time. Like there are so many cuts to somebody that last like it's incomplete. Mm -hmm. Like we get just enough to have them like say one thing and then we cut to something else completely unrelated. And so it's like I, I – I need to know more about what, like, like what we just saw in that right. ten seconds. I've said this as why a... are we jumping around so fucking much? Is that part of the style of like, just make it crazy? I don't know. It just feels like I've said this before about things that we haven't reviewed kindly, where it just feels like it's a movie that never actually starts, or you're waiting for it to yeah. start the whole time. Is kind of this the sort of non-momentum it has um I, I wish i could describe that 
like what that is better. Well, like to, I mean, I to do, to use more examples is kind of, I think a helpful way to get at. So like we already mentioned, I think in the overview, the first scene of the first or the first, the first death scene of the girl right. in the, the, the water yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trap where it's like, seriously, why were they not paying more attention to her? You like Mr. Lee comes in and goes and tries to like slap the handsome kid over and over again for like five minutes. He's just yet. They're just yelling at each other about the thing that the kid had done the other day when he put music over the PA. Right. And then meanwhile, meanwhile, this girl is fucking drowning behind you. And it's like, (laughs) what are we doing? You think, right. Is the freak out response to actually just be literally freaking out with no like someone would say let's help her you know but that doesn't happen someone would say hey assholes shut the fuck up and let's figure out what to do about this right like they the reaction (laughs) made sense up until once water actually started filling it that's when you expect them to go yeah uh oh uh oh there's a there's There's something here more serious to attend to like you think maybe that moment's gonna kick in it's so frustrating but then yeah because already is dead and you're like what somebody screams and then you're like oh well that's it well okay so not only so this is this is a good example for the whole film too because not only is that did that just feel bad and not make sense and was off putting but also felt bad in the sense like this movie's pitched to you as this kind of you know saw set high school you know battle royale we don't know exactly like the premise just sounded cool where it's like yeah students get quiz answers wrong and face deadly consequences right, right. so it's you're you're expecting some kind of set up into the world of how these games work, how they're going to play out, what kind of, you know, questions they're going to be answering. And you kind of, it just kind of leaves you with nothing to hang your hat on, or it's, it just feels like there's no, it's not giving you any direction as far as what's still a mystery and what are we learning about this? I just had a realization. Mm -hmm. Here's why this movie doesn't work for me. Who's the main character? Right. There is none. Who is an actionable character? Um, I mean, you could say the if the main. I mean, I mean the main <laughs> the main girls seem actionable because they're like they want to live, but do they ever do anything? Um, there's the attempt. I don't think it was them, but there's the attempt where the students go like, "We're gonna do something by saving ourselves to yeah. to lock ourselves in the dorm." But that's not. Yeah, they aren't. They're but an offshoot group. Chang we don't Wu- know any of it them. It could be argued Chan Wook is the one who, even though we don't know it, is actively hiding that he murdered the girl. The whole movie. So I would say he's sort of the. He's sort of the like what the 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 hidden antagonist. Yeah. And that's a cool I love that character. Great. But the the who we see the movie through, the eyes of who, whom we see the movie through doesn't no one. if it's the girl, if it's the main girl, she never does anything that actually pushes either her own story yeah. or the larger story forward it does feel like it's the episode one phantom menace problem yes 
It is. You're right. It's such a huge problem because there's even no there's the slimmest of connection between her and the dead girl. Yeah. Right. And so I can imagine if you really like worked on the motivation of the of the killers and who is is at the mercy of that and the point that they're trying to drive home. If the girl, if there's a connection to her in in the construct of these these quiz death things, and it's sort of like aiming at her, or or she believes that it's aiming at her, which is probably even better. Like the misdirect that she thinks that why is this happening to me kind of thing Mm. why are my friends being picked off if we get on board with that overall idea some sort of yeah they have each have their own central question that's our question then when the reveal that it's this other bad guy exists we have somebody to bounce that reveal off of Mm -hmm. that it matters so she and that guy should have some sort of fucking relationship too Whatever that is, but we should see a rapport between them that can either be, you know, eroded through the movie leading up to the reveal or or strengthened through the movie leading up to the reveal that he's a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. None of that exists. So there's no like at the end of the day when we go, oh, okay, so the reason the janitor and his wife are doing this is because they are trying to find out who killed their daughter we don't care because we haven't asked that question through the eyes of anybody else in the movie right up till that point it plays out as if it's just supposed to be a oh this is a mystery being answered right i don't give a fuck <laughs> unless i know that there's a mystery yeah. you can't just tell me <laughs> it's mysterious and then not fucking give me any clues as to why. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Right. Actually, it's a really good way to put it. There was no mystery to the mystery. Yeah, because they didn't tell us anything. <laughs> and nobody is going, hey, actually, I have a thought. Maybe it's this. Like, they kind of almost do that where the girl is like, oh, this has... This something has to all of this has to do something to do with this girl who died, who killed herself last year. How did she even fucking come up with that? Like, there's no like connection to why it's just like the writers just like, well, we need we need to get on board with the fact that it's this other girl. Well, I could see like we don't. I don't know how we got there. Right. The, The filmmakers as well as maybe more forgiving audience members i could see just because i think they did a pretty okay job just balancing um lots of characters and not having a protagonist like i don't think like kind of what you honed in on it's not that there's no protagonist it's just about that each of these different people don't really have you know aren't we need them as an amalgam sort of filling in what the protagonist does yeah but this was just like the whole time no what are you doing what's i think you know, like in a lot of the other ones we've seen that are have this this kind of like somebody was wronged and now we're going to spend the rest of the movie trying to figure out why this bad thing is happening and like how it's connected to the thing, like to the wrongdoing. 
you get the wrongdoing in the opening scene. Yeah. You get, like, we should see the, well, I'm not saying we should, but in those versions, we see the fucking murder. Mm -hmm. And we're left to wonder who did that. Like Deep Red, yeah. Right. We get at least something to know, okay, there was a, you know, a sin and here's the consequence of the sin, but it's vague enough that we have to fill in the blanks as we go along. And usually you do that through another <laughs> right. fucking character who's on board with the point of view that we have. But instead, the movie just decides to go this angle of an opening that says there are ghosts to kind of. <laughs> right. Right. So there's that whole thing going on too, Tim. Honestly, that makes me just want to be like, fuck you. <laughs> Don't fuck. It's so muddled. Like, why do they have the ghost thing at all, Tim? To, because it's like, ooh, it's a scary movie. Let's let's misdirect them completely. I put really big air quotes around that. Yeah. You know, and, and introduced ghosts. Because, <laughs> yeah, just for the moments where it's like, the one student's looking at the other student and their face starts to turn, you know, like the pale white ghost and look all creepy. And then there's a kind of jump scare or stinger associated with it. And you just expect it all just to sort of culminate in this mystery that it kind of maybe could, it technically does. You know, the answers are there. But I could get on board with kind of what I thought might have been, they have, might have been trying to do. But in hindsight, it's I think they not at all but like you have this mom character who has been like fucking hiding in the rafters or wherever the <laughs> fuck she's been she's living in the school yeah like some, some above the gym or something if you have that character and it's the mom of the girl who was killed they're gonna look alike make them look alike mm -hmm. and then have her she she's living in squalor Inside, like, the roof of a school. Have people see her and think that there's a ghost of the girl who died right. no, in the school. Instead, it's, like, on top of having ghosts, a uh, jigsaw murderer at large, um, and those just sort of being the, the horror things we're fighting against or afraid of, you also have the crazed feral woman creepy woman just just that happens to be happening too who's the mom you're describing it's like they're just sort of trying to shove all this stuff in there you know like tie it together for me please <laughs> somehow i could see a really cool fucking movie in here right like i want to see the movie where the obsession of the dad to get back at this this killer um is is the construct of the 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 problems, you know, the the riddles or quiz, you know, issues? Because he he has a goal. He's trying to he's trying to solve who the fuck killed his daughter. But he's also having to deal with his feral wife who has completely lost her mind. We don't know about any of this till the end. Correct. So let I want to see the movie where the wife is is the source of the students thinking that the school is haunted. Mm -hmm. And the reveal is that the husband, it's a problem for him 
that his wife keeps fucking getting loose. See, but Tim, then that wouldn't work because then you couldn't have the scene of the boy in the classroom seeing a face on his See, test. That, that fucking, that make, uh, it pissed me off. Don't stop giving these like fucking hallucination things. Like, <laughs> yeah, it me it means nothing. Also, well, how the fuck did he get under the school? <laughs> right. Did he escape from the fucking hospital? I don't know. So Why is he even under there? So yeah, like when <sighs> So example He's literally under there just so he can stop them from following the cable to go nowhere. Right. And because it's a creepy image just to have like the crazed kid in the sort of lower dirt beneath a school area yeah having a flip out so you also had why'd he kill the guy anyway <laughs> what the fuck right <laughs> yeah because he's gone crazy since witnessing this murder seeing ghosts because so he thought why do you he... have multiple people seeing ghosts you have the girl i know you have the the one that's crazed killing people we just mentioned and then you have other kids as well like who are seeing ghosts. Also, the main bad guy, uh, the teacher who ends up being the bad guy at one point, they kind of actually do what I'm talking about where he gets attacked by the mom. Yeah. But that's before it's revealed that he's the killer. So the what? The fucking mom just was like being going rogue and like attacking people. Right. Like, what is going so, on? Uh, but right. Like, are they all they all are going through a specific kind of stress related to this deaths, even though they their awareness of it, their awareness of what happened is varying because you have the one who's witnessed the murder. You have all of them witness, like seeing ghosts that are the same ghosts. Or, Dude, there's so many problems. So also, <laughs> also, if dude, god damn it. Okay, how about listen? Wait, yeah. no, this is important. If they don't know who the killer is. How did they, why did they pick this weekend to go after it when only the elite class is there? It could be anybody in the entire school if they don't know who the killer is. Wait, so, so maybe it was their elaborate plan where it doesn't, as long as we kill a handful of students, then they'll later hold a memorial where the whole faculty will be there. Because <laughs> <laughs> that because, is... That's I, I mean, actually, that's kind of smart because it's easier to get but away with doing this with plays, a few people there. That's how it plays out. That's right. It's okay. like how do, if, this all started from these parents after having their daughter killed saying, well, what's the only way we can get all the faculty and students together? And it, they probably say, well, to have a memorial. I have another idea. Here's how you do it. You tape the do you take the fucking videotape of your daughter getting killed to the police and say, "Hey, can you go find whoever at this school has that keychain?" Right. It's a pretty good clue to go off of. Holy shit. We know it's a male like Oh my god. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so, uh, we I feel like we've talked about they this. They should know who it is. <laughs> yeah. That makes more sense that they know it's him and they're fucking doing this to make him like crazy. Right. That's a better film. And, it, then, it almost, and almost, then the shame, right. that, like you could still have the memorial scene because it's it's making him out himself and the shame of that but I felt like is the punishment. That was another confusing thing where I was almost kind of reading it as if they did know who he was and this was all <laughs> to get him to confess. Right. 
that was that's other confusing like maybe it was that okay so this is another example of like a what's going on here to try to then zoom out yet again so when the, <laughs> the the moment where the one teacher escapes and we're told like if you escape you're gonna get killed right he gets slashed up like my when i okay so i'm thinking like okay so is this like you know, the jigsaw guy who's in super control and no matter how many students escape, there's something that's already preordained, right. that's, you know, thought of, you know, where they're, they're three steps ahead at any mm-hmm. given point. But then there are the ghosts, too. So I'm like, well, OK, but is this all somehow like are they, the ghosts working with this killer somehow? <laughs> like yeah. what exactly is happening? But is this an example of where rather in horror, like you don't want. It's just interesting to break out the difference between like in good horror, like in good horror and bad horror, you have the instances where you say, oh, I don't know the answer. And that's a good thing. And yeah. good horror is a bad thing and bad. So I'm just trying to use this as an example of how to distinguish the difference here of like why that unknown of how the killer is working didn't work in that moment yet in other movies. Like, you know, it's a good kind of mystery. Uh, it's missing pieces to get us to kind of either feel like the sense of, holy shit, we're fucked, mm-hmm. or the sense of of misdirect to, you know, cause, you know, when you put a bunch of people into a, a, a situation where, you know, life or death situation, like a group, what generally is more interesting is the group dynamic of holy fuck, how do we deal with it? And seeing the different personalities sort of like cause problems with each other or like try to go do stuff or whatever. So like Mr. Lee leaving and getting killed, when he comes back, the first thing you would want to know is like, who the fuck did this right. to you? And he points in that scene, right? Like, Fuck with the audience. Have him pointing at somebody who we later find out is not involved, but that leads the group dynamic to go after that person. Yeah. Or have him point at <clears throat> have him point at the teacher who is who killed the girl. Right. But over that teacher's shoulder is actually the security guard. Right. Like a scene. And so we we get misled in this moment of like Who's the bad guy? How did this happen? And how fucked are we? You're making it just sound like, so in movies, like when going from scene to scene, things should have consequences. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that'd be nice. <laughs> it just, it's, I don't know. I don't know how to answer your question. Yeah. I don't even know if there was a question, really. No, it was like, when is it good and when is it bad as far as not knowing things. When there's connectivity. Yeah. And even if that connectivity is misdirected, yeah, that's important. It's purposeful. That's when it's kind of like it's just it's a strategic. I think about being given what information has the audience been given, yeah. And do we think that the sort of um, the the gap filled in trying to make assumptions as to what it is? Mm-hmm. What are those, and are they appropriately inexplicable, eerie, like you know, right? The brain forcing you to go, oh, this is a ghost in a creepy way. It's, again, to me, an example of writing writing for the idea 
and not writing for the the entire story. Yeah. Like, ooh, you know what would be cool is if a girl ended up in a washing machine. <laughs> Great. How do we get there? Don't worry about it. Just put it in. Yep. You know, like that shit drives me nuts. <laughs> oh, you know what would be cool? Dropping him from the ceiling. <laughs> Sounds like we're talking about it too. Oh. Oh, shade. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> but it really is just like, okay, what are the scenes? We need, okay, we need a spooky clown scene here, 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 and here. Ugh. All right, now let's figure out the rest. Ugh. Um, I mean, they have a template to go off of, for fuck's sake, <laughs> like a really good book, and they couldn't do it. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't see it, so well, I'm speaking so out the, of turn. So the ending, too, like, not only were just some of the, like, big reveals where I was just like, what? What? What is exactly happening? But, like, I was also confounded specifically with, so you have Chang, Chang Wook turns out to be the guy, the teacher all along, mm -hmm. who killed the girl. And you have the other bad guys, the parents, right. being like, okay, we just want the perpetrator to admit that they're the ones. So then right after that, you have Chang Wook starts like, I just imagine him like holding a chair. I know he's not, but yeah, he's like yeah, yeah. fighting everyone off. So clearly he's done it, yet he's not actually admitting guilt. Like I was just really confused. Like, So he says... In that moment, he's like, I'm caught. If I'm going to go down, I'm going to take all of you with me. Cause the, <laughs> and here's the logic. There actually is a okay. logic to this. <laughs> the reason he killed the daughter is because her parents did not bribe him to put her in the top five. Yeah. There were five other parents who sat around a table in a conference room with him and handed him money. And he agreed to that bribe and that pushed the girl who killed herself or no, sorry, who got killed to number six. She would have been number one. Yeah. And so in that moment, I just can't I, in describing that. I just realized there's another really weird flaw in this movie. Um, but when he is effectively outed, meaning that he knows that he ultimately will be, um, you know, revealed as the bad guy. So he just jumps the gun. He's like, well, I'm not going to wait for that to happen. I'm just going to fucking out myself. Yeah. And since I'm doing that, I'm going to also take those five other sets of parents or mothers or whatever down with me. It's like, for, but well, like, first take of them all, down with right. you by taking a hatchet to them. Okay. But two things. That's quite a leap to say I've gone from killing this one girl as like a cover-up because of how you know mm -hmm. deeply that would affect my life blah 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 to then i'm going to willingly take this auditorium full of 300 people <laughs> right and then the second I guess. second thing too like he he's admitted he's he's the killer the other killers the parents say admit what you've done and as soon as that happens nothing happens he's already done what they say shouldn't like the, the the they'd be letting set free or whatever like how come there's no when he does exactly what the killers say right why does nothing happen because the killer needed him to have a flip out so he could come up behind him and stab him 
I don't know. It's so stupid. What was the other thing that you said? You said, oh, this just made me realize. Oh, just the fuck up. Like the, it's, I mean, I guess it's through the lens of the main character who believes that the girl who was killed committed suicide. So we actually see her memory of finding that girl who had taken a bunch of pills, Mm. but she hadn't taken a bunch of pills. That was a cover up. By the teacher. Oh, wait. So the the teacher covered up the murder by... Apparently. Oh, I thought it was just like they didn't know who killed her, but that people thought no, it was a suicide. They thought it was a suicide. So even in that, like, it was really, really not well put out for us to... So here's what I would have done, I guess, is... I would have started the movie with a, with a memorial like the one that it ends with, right? For the girl, so that we know a couple things, really important things. A, a girl died here. B, she died because of the stress of this school. And she, she killed herself because she couldn't hack it and she didn't get into the top five. If we get all that information at the top... And we see it through the eyes of the main girl, then we know she she's got that information. So when new things come to light, she's the one with us, the audience going, holy shit. Hang on a second. This nothing is as it seems. And we can make connections through that. Like she could be the one beating the drum saying, like, I don't think my friend was fucking uh, killed herself because that's not what she would do. Yeah. And that's a very common thing for for you know the, know, the there's lo- something more here yeah. yeah the loved ones of somebody who commits suicide quite right saying this doesn't add up right is a compelling place to be so that when shit starts to go down and like clues start to be revealed then sh- then i'm on board when she goes i this i'm sure this has to do with my friend who killed herself last year and i don't think she killed herself I yeah. think this is happening because something fucking else then went on. Then at least there's our clear thread of yes, where we're like, please. There's our perspective, our jumping off point. Yeah, and the things don't have to be ultimately happening to that character, but she has to be interfering or like getting close to uh, uh, fucking with the the bigger master plan that's going on, so that then she does become a target of them because she's a wrench in their fucking right. plan. And it'd be nice then if that happened, we would see that you could throw a wrench in the plan. Yeah. Because we had no idea like what the plan was. Like how many of these games was there going to be? What what happens if they keep deciding to split up like they do? Are, there <clears throat> cons- are they getting upset at that? Like just <sighs> so meandering and not... I don't know. All right, we said it. Do you have any other specifics? Mm, 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 no. So Lucy. Oh, oh, I mean, I guess we we basically said it, but (laughs) there's only so many times I can watch a group of people not do any do anything when there's like dire other shit going on. Yeah. Like it just is really frustrating to watch. Well, it happened in Ready or Not. Yeah. It's the same, like, stop fucking having scenes of people just yelling at each other. Right. <laughs> We're in Ready or Not, I was like, this is supposed to be funny and extreme, and look at them. Yeah. And this was just kind of wasting time. Which actually made me think, too, I guess one last thing is, you know, even though we kind of liked the individual deaths or set pieces or whatever, there are kind of not many of them. 
it, it like felt like for oh. what this movie is, we would have at, at least had a kind of more consistent, uh, present, you know, body count. There's kind of not a lot. It's yeah. it's like as if they were trying <clears throat> yeah. to go to the direction as if this was a lot more sort of weighty, grounded horror film where you should only have so much and each one of those mm-hmm. is a big deal. But the tone of this and like the music video style and yeah. all that made it seem like it should be a lot more slashery. Right. Well, it also made me realize there is one thing we didn't mention that I liked uh, that you could have made more of a deal out of and it been more exciting is that the killer is is taking the top the the top five people on the list in order and that's a big clue that gets that they're like oh shit they're doing it in order that goes nowhere we know who's who's next basically doesn't go anywhere right i forgot about that you like fucking use that that was cool. Again, it just completely fell off the map when you had some of them go, oh, we're just going to split up to go to the bathroom and then end up hiding. And just kind of any sort of setup yeah. with that was out the window. Mm. But it just, that stuff is that sort of lack of connectivity. The ideas are kind of there. Yeah. But they don't pull them together into something cohesive that like we enjoy. Do you want to hear some other um, in summary reviews of uh, that were not favorable for this one? I should I <laughs> yeah. should have read these at the top. Um, Q Hyun Kim of KoreanFilm.org was more critical of the film, saying Death Bell annoyingly combines prettified slick visual filmmaking but with no real depth and gag inducing torture porn excesses it's simultaneously tepid and lackluster on the one hand and gross and offensive on the other he also regarded the screenplay as a fetid mess with (laughs) an unconvincing central premise but gave credit to the performances uh performance of leo beam su i think the main guy um, review for Twitch also labeled the film's premise as ridiculous going on to say Leo Boom Su certainly tries and the tempo keeps building decently until the end, but there's no really no vibe to it. It's just a succession <laughs> of tortures and murders with no sense of surprise, no interest and no thematic consequences, consciousness whatsoever. Yeah, I agree. No thematic consciousness whatsoever. Yeah, great. We agree with those. I don't know. This is fun. Is in summary. Well, some good things too, Tim. <laughs> Derek Ellie Variety found Death Bell to have a neat concept with enough shocks and gore to keep genre addicts contented. And commented after fairly conventional half hour setup, the pick keeps the tension high with tight cutting and a no flab script that ups the student's body count in some especially inventive ways. Solution to the whodunit is less convincing than the lead up with a finale that doesn't deliver on expectations, but the journey there is fine. With Lee, better known for comedy, interestingly cast as a student's tough professor. I'm sorry, I, I kind of just <laughs> rambled that out, but... I want to punch that person. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably here, Variety. Get over here! Variety person, let's have a conversation. Anyways, just to get some other perspective. Yeah. Alright, well, let's let's talk about some things of note because i have nothing else bad to say all right things of note things of note <laughs> this should be interesting
is it noteworthy that the which girl is it? It's is it the main girl who's like the the K-pop? Big, I think that's big big star. Absolutely na- 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 noteworthy. Nam Gu Ri, K-pop star. This but is her. Wait, is that this that's is her, the lead girl? Yeah, her acting. Well, I mean, one of the two. There's two lead girls. The main girl. I can't like I can't navigate this right now. Okay, this girl. I need to like see a picture of her because I don't have one. Let's see. There's the short hair and the long hair one, and I think she's the long hair. One. Oh, so she's not the one that I really like. Like, I think the short hair girl is fucking really good. She's the one who survives to the end. Yeah, yeah. So this girl is the best friend of hers who gets hung upside down. Is that right? The one who's listening to the fucking iPod. I believe so. So that was a K-pop star's acting debut. Absolutely noteworthy. Tim's favorite K-pop. Dude, I only my only connection to K-pop is that music video I worked on that was just nuts. You worked on a K-pop music video? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it? I don't even remember. They were super young. Well, they actually weren't young. What were you doing on it? I don't know. I was like a I was a basically like a PA on it, but I was so, there was no crew. It was so it was like I was kind of like a first AD. What were they doing? It do- was random. What as were they fuck. doing? Like what was the content? Of- <laughs> it was three dudes who are supposed to be 14 and none of them are they're all like 19 22 and 26 um and and that man there's a lot of lost in translation in in like sort of the concept and what they understood of the concept so unfortunately i didn't work on the day that they were (laughs) on a a sound stage with giant like pencils and erasers and like crayons and shit and like they just everything was so hyper sexualized but i don't think that they intended that to be the case (laughs) and then we did a shoot where it's like they they're just in hollywood and they're like we were on venice beach so they're just like walking around on venice beach like interacting with people they rented bikes and so they're biking around with each other it's very it was very strange and very sort of weird sexualized stuff like what were they doing that was like dancing up on each other and sort of like a not in a dancey way it was in a sexual way men playing boys yes and then like with the 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 school supplies scene like they're literally like taking the giant crayon and like putting it in their between their crotch and just like waving it around and the dr- <laughs> the director is like you're watching this. the director's like e- yeah yeah don't do that and then the like their people like the actual managers were like no no that's great we love that <laughs> and you're just sitting there going we're all just sitting there like this is very uncomfortable so then we did a shoot we did a, a bit where we're like uh on hollywood boulevard like they're just dancing around that was totally fine their outfits were hilarious and great not in a bad way but at one point they get like lollipops and they're just like licking licking 
You know, and I was like, God, this is just so over the top, like sexualized. Or I'm like, is it me? Or, and like everybody's looking at me going, no, no, it's not just you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we then they did a fucking scene when they're in a I'm totally outing this video because obviously if you could just see the video, you would know which one it is with all these places. But they're in a hotel room. So they're in like their robes <laughs> and the three of them are on the bed and they or. <laughs> They order room service <laughs> and room service was like sausages and they're like putting the sausages into each other's mouths. Okay. I was like, this is on purpose. Well, and the managers right. are like, they, we pulled them aside and we're like, you get that this is all like phallic stuff. You're like, are you sure that's what you want? They're like, yeah, like, don't worry. They won't like the audience will not take it that way. I'm like, yes, they will. Like, why are you doing it? Like, why not be explicit about it then? Right. It was so fucking bizarre. <laughs> they had like a pillow fight. <laughs> they were like falling all over I really want to see each. this now. I, I, I'm sure I, I can't remember the name of the group. I could find it though. It was an experience. Good to hear about your exposure into the world <laughs> of K-pop. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. I've... Anyway, well, how do we get on that? Oh yeah, because I'm a huge fan. Because yeah. Clearly, K-pop star Nam Guiri in her acting debut in Death Bell. Yeah. The only other thing of note, uh, well, two years later, there was a sequel released. No way. Death Bell Two: Bloody Camp. And it said there's no like connectivity or anything, but oh, it's okay. like it's probably better. They the reviews almost made it sound like it was worse. Shit. It's like camp set. <laughs> That's kind of all that I I took from it. Oh man, I feel really bad for the other actress, the the other teacher. Mm-hmm. Like she is, ju- like she has no character. Yeah, she was good. She was like inherently endearing. Give her as some. A... Fu- give her a point of view. Give her shit to do. Yeah. Like what the fuck? It kind of felt like she was going to be in it more than just. I know. Like a lot of things in this film just didn't happen. Um. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's all I got. All right, well, how about we put a bow on Death Bell? Cool. And do our recommendations for this week. You want me to go? Do you want me to go? Don't ask, don't ask, answer a question with another question. Why? Ah! (laughs) I'll go. Um, I've been watching, (laughs) this is so dumb, but it it tickles me. I've been watching that show, Scare Tactics. Some of that shit is funny. Some of it is so bad. But, dude, some of the things they do to people is really fucked up. Yeah. Um, (laughs) They, dude, there is one where they, um, you know, it's everybody knows the premise, right? It's like a friend sets up another friend and then MTV and Tracy Morgan or whoever. I think MTV produced it. Oh, right. This is the Tracy Morgan one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, they set up a big elaborate thing to scare the friend, the target. So one of them is this. They, the girl has been hired to uh, basically to just like break down boxes like cardboard boxes in a warehouse but the warehouse was a former like chemical plant okay and so she's breaking down boxes with the person who works there all the time why are you telling us all this because it's so good (laughs) there the person she's working with who's obviously in on it is 
quote unquote pregnant uh-huh. and goes over to a thing and she's like, hey, can you flip that light switch on? And she flips it and like a powder pops out of a machine in her face and she starts to be like, oh, I don't feel good. She goes into another room and <laughs> there's like they separate for a minute. And then when the target comes back in, the woman's pregnant belly has like expanded just enough for it to be like, that's crazy, but not over the top. And then she goes into a bathroom stall and they start dumping stuff out of the stall like it's coming out of her. Like first it's like milky fluid. Then it's just blood. They pour so much blood onto the floor from behind the stall. The girl who's the target is just flipping the fuck out. It's so pleasing to watch somebody buy in and freak the fuck out. I know. I love... Like I love uh, like a prankster in real yeah. life, but my specifically, I, I love that so much when you've gotten someone's brain to accept <laughs> or, or better yet be questioning yeah. the reality of like, there's a literal monster or giant yeah. spider or whatever the heck you've set it up to be Dude. like for this moment, yeah. they believe in this goblin creature that well, this show is set They up. take it one step further and have an actual little person dressed in a bodysuit fall out of the fucking stall like it's the baby <laughs> covered in fucking goopy blood and that the dude the girl's face she just it like breaks her in half because it's just like they've set the premise that this chemical has made things grow yeah do you think this should be like <laughs> where's the line drawn when it's like immoral or not i don't know do this to people i don't know because some of these people, I'm like, they should not have had to go through this experience. I was asking that. I worked on one of these shows once. Really? As an editor. It oh, was a shit. Snapchat exclusive. Oh, nice. And I was asking myself that all along. <laughs> like, Oh, man. It was... I mean, some of them are awful, but some of them are really good. But they're always made great with Tracy Morgan. <laughs> hyping it up. His, his performance is really funny. Okay. Well, mine really... Go quick because i didn't have anything too recently i've watched i just got to go to my old favorites um i'm surprised i haven't recommended it yet my one of my favorite films five star films from 1993 i've mentioned it to you before is super mario brothers (laughs) super mario bros and it's been excellent to see like on twitter and that sphere that it that it's not just me and my my like three other friends I can think of who love it. There's a lot more. No, of it's everybody there. born the same year as you. <laughs> yeah, and not that's everybody. It. But no, I feel like it's <laughs> in tradition. Historically, it feels like everyone born you know the same the same year as me are, are like no, it's stupid. Da, 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 okay. da. That's always been it. But now people are just able to look at it completely outside from what a Super Mario Brothers movie should be. Quote unquote. And we're just, yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's incredible. I rewatched it kind of <laughs> recently and it's stuff. It's hilarious. Who's but the lead in that? It's Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah. And the, here, here's a kicker. It should get you. Dennis Hopper. Oh, plays I know. King Koopa. I it's incredible. That. Oh, my God. But just the rapport... Uh, Isn't there a woman in it? Yeah, Samantha Mathis plays Princess Daisy. Samantha Mathis. I mean, I I just know her from know this, but she's in other hmm. '90s things. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're, they're John Leguizamo and Bob Hoskins are great. 
in it in a little no no whatever i don't have to go on about it <laughs> yes you do <laughs> yes you should okay a tidbit i learned jump about boots. it what jump boots the jump boots what about them so dumb what they're so cool no yeah you put in the little thing it. it's like it's great because it's like they're jetpacks, but you kind of have like a limited time <laughs> on them so it adds this interesting thing where like you can just hover so far and like the shot where you have big bertha you know the big woman like with the with the the boots how she just looks like she's just got she's just like all that you know when she's when she's hovering over the streets there's this one great shot of her doing oh that God. but the thing i was gonna say my friend told me once this anecdote i forget where it was or how it came up or a quote here where dennis hopper someone went up to him and like genuinely was like oh super mario brothers is one of my favorite movies and dennis hopper's response i guessing assuming he was being sarcastic or something was like hey fuck you man <laughs> told this fan oh my god He's like a kindred spirit to me. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Maybe next time I'll recommend Dead, some Dennis Hopper movie. But Man. that's not Super Mario Brothers. I'll recommend Dead, another Dennis Hopper movie. Maybe I'll try and watch it. I don't know if I can recommend it so much for you, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> I mean, I watched it whenever it came out. It's just like... 93, you said? Yeah, it's so Oof. cool, like, how it's clearly an influence from Blade Runner, too. Like, this other world it? that it... it, it okay. This, like, post-apocalyptic world it creates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just that it's all these practical, like... The, yeah. the practical set is incredible. The Yoshi looks so cool, this little cute dinosaur. <laughs> um, it's really, like... <laughs> Really got to me this time. There's the the Devo chamber, which evolves or de-evolves you, oh, and just yeah. like the horror of being that really got to me of being turned into either like a lizard creature that all the 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 dinosaur evolved, mm -hmm. Dino Hat Knights evolved from, or to be turned into a chimpanzee, or even worse, being turned into you, like we know you love chimpanzees. Yes, but it's <laughs> the thought of being turned into one is terrifying. You know, just to have yeah. your intellect sapped from you, but still be you. Something is really great about that idea. Then you have all these um, anti corporate messages in it. <laughs> Wow. Where, where you have the like the hippie guy they meet singing anti Koopa songs gets put away in his cage. Um, <laughs> it's just a lot. It was a lot to chew on. I really liked. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Yeah. All right, good, great. That I went on just like you wanted. I did. I enjoyed it. All right. Well, and we aren't doing a hat pull because we're doing. I'm not going to do the bell. That's only for new releases. Oh yeah. We're doing uh, Psycho Two next week, and then after that. Psycho 3, then 4, and then the original. We'll see what happens with. I'm very excited, Tim. Me too. These are good films. Yeah. Uh, not to give our hopes up, but there's certainly give I'll us something. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think something that'll certainly give us a lot to chew on, which is my favorite cool. thing to do here. Looking forward to it. In the meantime, well, happy October, and you can find us at dismemberinghorror.com. Also at Dismembering Horror on Instagram and at dismemberinghorror at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. You should email us. Please. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, then, in closing, everyone, thanks for listening. We will see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.